G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A new film is about to hit special screenings in capital cities around Australia. It's called Tortured for Christ and tells the story of one of the 20th century's most significant Christian leaders, Pastor Richard Wormbrand. He was an evangelical minister who endured 14 years of communist imprisonment and torture in his homeland of Romania. He's widely recognized there as one of the country's greatest Christian leaders, authors and educators. In 1945, when the communists seized Romania and attempted to take control of the churches, Pastor Wormbrand began to do a work, an effective, vigorous underground ministry to oppressed Christian believers as well as to the Russian soldiers occupying his country. He was arrested in 1948 along with his wife Sabina, who was imprisoned as a slave labourer for three years on the Danube Canal. Well, Richard Wormbrand spent three years in solitary confinement, seeing no one but his communist torturers. He was then transferred to a group cell where the torture continued for another five more years. He went on to found the ministry to the persecuted church called Voice of the Martyrs. Well, our wonderful privilege today to talk to a colleague who knew Richard Wormbrand personally. Merv Knight remains active in his support of the persecuted church through his work with Voice of the Martyrs in Australia. He knew Richard Wormbrand personally and is joining us today. Hello, Merv. Welcome along to 2020. Hi, Neil. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, Merv, uh, this film is uh, celebrating at the same time as a 50th anniversary for Richard Wormbrand's book, Tortured for Christ. I imagine your first connection with him was when he came to Australia way back in 1969. Yeah, well, that's correct. That came about because uh, a number, uh, together with a number of friends, I read the book Tortured for Christ. Uh, we, we read that in 1968, and uh, it was very new and very shocking. And uh, so our reaction to that was we we really need to do something about this. It would be great if we could bring this man to Australia and let him speak to Christians in the churches in this country. Of course, we didn't know anything about him except what we'd read in the book. So anyhow, we wrote a letter to him. Matter of fact, we wrote the letter uh, 50 years ago in May this year, 29th of May 1968. We sent a letter to him uh, inviting him to come, and, and in due course he received the letter and uh, accepted our invitation, and uh, he had other commitments, of course, so he was able to come in August uh, 1969, and I had the opportunity and the privilege to meet him when he stepped off the plane at Sydney Airport. 
And, of course, you were his travelling companion at meetings all around Australia and his profile began to rise. Uh, you also uh, visited with him uh, overseas in a lot of different contexts too, uh, places like Germany and England and Canada and Holland and in the United States. Uh, but I imagine your expedition into Romania and Russia uh, when the Iron Curtain finally fell, uh, those would have been significant highlights for you. Very significant times. Uh, I also uh, travelled with him into Albania uh, when, uh, just after the Iron Curtain came down. You know, Albania had been declared as the first atheist state. And so it was uh, a great thing to go into Albania and while we were in Albania, we were able to get entry to what had been the dictator's private residence, Enver Hoxha. And there in what had been more or less his meeting room and his boardroom, uh, Richard Wormbrand led us in a prayer meeting, giving thanks to God for um, his power that was evident in those events that had happened and that, that indeed he is Lord of all. Cast your memory back to the sorts of things you'd be able to recount about the sort of reception that he'd receive when going into those countries for the first time after communism had fallen, Romania or Russia or Albania. What sort of reaction did ordinary people have to a Christian minister of the gospel with his sort of story? Well, of course, Albania, and excuse me, Romania, is uh, is the big story because that was Richard's country and that's, that was where he'd been in prison. That's where he had been a faithful minister of the gospel and where he had also been an evangelist to the occupying uh, Russian soldiers when they came in in 1944. And, of course, you know, he, he had the opportunity to leave the country in 1965, when uh, he was ransomed, uh, they paid $10,000 for him and his family to come out. And he came out and he started this ministry. And then, of course, time passed. And he had the opportunity, after the Iron Curtain fell, to go back into Romania. And, uh, well, he, he received a, a, a wonderful, tumultuous welcome. When he arrived in the airport in Bucharest, the because uh, people knew that he was coming and word, got, word had gone around that Richard Wormbrand was returning and uh, when he returned the airport was jammed with visitors to greet him so much so that the the authorities and the security could hardly work out what was going on and uh, Richard uh, arrived and uh, came out into the into the uh, you know the reception area and the first thing he did was was get down on his knees and kiss the ground um, as uh, uh, somehow acknowledging how wonderful it was to be back in his home country. Then, of course, he had many meetings and I was there for some of them and uh, um, he was just so wonderfully received. More than that, in 2009, uh, 2009 marked the centenary of Richard's birth if he had lived, and the Romanian church churches put on a put on centenary centenary celebrations in honour of Richard Wormbrand, and I had the opportunity to go. We had ten days of meetings in 
three large centres of Romania, and I tell you, I mean, those meetings are absolutely packed out, uh, showing uh, how popular Richard Wormbrand still was in Romania and how much the people honoured him uh, for the ministry that he had exercised there in years before. Well, Merv, while we're anticipating the release of the film about his life, Tortured for Christ, uh, early September, and I'll give some dates just ahead, uh, but no doubt this is a release in Romania and in other nations as well, but it'll be pretty well received in Romania, you think? I should imagine so, sure, yeah. I've seen the film. Uh, well, I participated somewhat in its production in that um, I cooperated with them in checking the script and uh, uh, we did everything we could to, um, you know, have it as absolutely accurate as we possibly could. And uh, I think it's a marvellous portrayal of um, uh, the Wormbrand testimony and I'm sure it will will, um, have a a very uh, deep effect on the lives of those who see it. Uh, reflect back for us all those years to the formation of Voice of the Martyrs in Australia, which is the ministry that Richard Wormbrand formed. Uh, was yeah. it already functioning when he arrived here? I imagine it had to have some embryonic no. start. Or, no, or, no, no. no? Well, as a matter of fact, I mean, none of us knew what was going to happen. We had no, we'd not, not met Richard Wormbrand or his wife, and, and we uh, had no connection with the mission that he had only a year or two before started in the United States. We just read his book and were so moved and impressed that we wanted Australians to have the opportunity to hear his testimony, and we invited him. At the end of his month of meetings, he said to us, well, now you must start a mission to help the persecuted church. Uh, our reaction was more or less, well, no, thank you very much. We've got our work and our ministry. Uh, for us, it's mission accomplished. We wanted you to come and share your testimony, and that has happened, and we, we thank you for it, and God bless you as you go on your way. But he was insistent, and uh, so we prayed about it amongst a little group of friends and talked about it uh, over a period of five or six weeks, and then... Uh, uh, God gave us the opportunity to launch the mission in Australia. So I was one of the co-founders with a man named Reg Werry, and uh, we uh, started the mission in our, our first newsletter, went out in November 1969, and that's just how it got started in Australia. And, uh, in fact, that's how it got started in other countries around the world. People read the book, they heard him preach, and then were moved to do something and to start a branch of the mission that he had already founded. And it's been running continuously here in Australia and with a steady support base from Australians who have been inspired by this story. It really is a powerful story and it's a story that doesn't date. People still recognise that tortured for Christ is something that resonates with people uh, because we know that persecution continues in so many nations around the world. Absolutely. You better believe it, you know, um, and... uh Voice of the Martyrs is is very active in some of the most difficult areas of the world. We kind of have a little bit of a maybe unofficial policy that where it's most difficult for Christians uh, and where it's hardest to witness for Christ are the places where Voice of the Martyrs needs to be supporting our brothers and sisters in Christ. So, you know, Africa is a country that's tearing itself to pieces and and, uh, we're very involved in, in Nigeria, for example, Sudan, Ethiopia... 
um, Cameroon and, and uh, those places where there was great persecution in the Middle East, in Iran, Iraq, Syria, in those areas of the world, Pakistan, Afghanistan, and uh, in India. Our director from Australia is in India today uh, helping to arrange uh, some projects to help Christians who face persecution there. And then there's China and North Korea and so uh, it goes on almost endlessly. In fact, you have 19 partner missions for Voice of the Martyrs, and it's something in the vicinity of 50 countries uh, where you're functioning. And uh, for some listeners, hearing this sort of thing for the first time, thinking, does Christian persecution happen in so many nations? But it certainly does. Oh, it sure does, yeah. Your your aspirations, Merv, uh, when Australians have an opportunity to see this film in September... What are you hoping will happen? Uh, will it strike a chord on the heartstrings of Australians uh, to really uh, cast off some shackles and get involved in ministry and support for the persecuted church? What is your aspiration for what happens sure when this movie goes to show? Something like that will happen. I mean, I look look back to Richard Wormbrand's first visit here and then his subsequent visits, but on his first visit, we had no idea what would happen whether people would receive his message, whether they would be moved by it. But uh, the response was, uh, was, was absolutely enormous. Um, we had such wonderful crowds. People flocked to hear him speak. We had him in St Andrew's Cathedral in Sydney, for example, and it was packed out and people were standing outside and, and listening you know, through the windows. And uh, we had him in big halls in every state. We, we had him over in uh, Chatswood at the Anglican Church there and we also managed to fill their the church hall with the overflow crowd and, and people flocked to hear him but people were moved and people gave their names and people wanted to know more and and uh, and so uh, you know we, we can only thank God that that God has used that he has used Richard Wormbrand to to touch people all over the world uh, who have become partners with us and we're thankful for, from day one in Australia, from the 1st of August 1969 until today, people continue to be moved and to be impressed and to want to partner with us and and uh, to reach out a hand somehow to help their brothers and sisters who are facing persecution um, in so many places in the world today. And, and ever mindful that uh, we, are not, we are not immune and that uh, there's no reason that it could not and will not happen here. No, vigilance, so, so important. Let yeah. me give those dates for the screening of the movie, which is the story of Pastor Richard Wormbrand. It's called Tortured for Christ, and there are special screenings that are happening in September. So in New South Wales, in Sydney, Reading Cinemas at Rhodes on the 8th of September. In Victoria, Reading Cinemas at Epping on the 15th. In WA, Reading Cinemas at Belmont on the 15th of September. South Australia, Reading Cinemas at West Lakes on Saturday the 22nd. And in Queensland, in Brisbane, at Reading Cinemas Newmarket on Saturday the 22nd of September. Here's how you can connect to be a part of those special screenings. Go to the website for Voice of the Martyrs, vom.com.au. 
That's vom.com.au. Merv Knight, who is an active supporter all of these years, part of the foundation and continuing his work with Voice of the Martyrs. Merv, what an absolute privilege it is to talk to you. Thanks so much for reflecting on those early days with us today on 2020. Thank you very much. It's a great privilege to have the opportunity. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.